0: Hello, and welcome to the Sam Squared Show, a podcast for people who like things. Um, I feel like it's been a long time. It's been a while, hasn't it? <laughs> it
1: has been a little bit. We skipped um, last time. Yeah, we, we did, did. record, but we did not post it.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you wanted to talk about that or not. Well, I mean, okay I'll just, just like... <laughs> I'll just
1: say that at one point, Sam went to the bathroom, and I just fell asleep. So... I don't think you
0: guys are missing anything. <laughs> uh, there was a couple of uh, a couple of gems in there. I didn't go back and listen to all of it, but there's a couple spots that I remember. One in particular, I will try. That sounded weird when I said that. One in particular, I will try out. Um, once we start talking about some video games and other such nonsense we've been into these days, but I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit introductions right just in case it's it's always everybody's first episode it's true always a chance that it's anyway hey i'm sam
1: and i'm sammy
0: what's up
1: (laughs) hey here we are
0: uh here we are and um i guess uh order of operandi what are you drinking tonight
1: well um i again i have one of those nights where i have a weird drink going on um (laughs) I was drinking the raspberry wheat from Blue Mountain Pizza and Brew Pub. Sam brought some growlers home with him. Um, I went to refill our beers, and I thought the growler that was halfway gone was the one he had been pouring out of, so I grabbed that one and dumped some of that into my raspberry wheat that I still had, and and it was indeed the Little Creeper IPA and not the raspberry wheat. Yeah. I did stop pretty quickly. Um, I had about a third of the raspberry wheat, and I dumped probably like an- A third of the IPA in there um so at that point like I tasted it didn't taste it that bad it was pretty strong into the IPA which is fine but it was just tasting kind of weird with the IPA and the raspberry wheat so I decided just to go for it and top it off with the raspberry wheat um to bring that flavor a little bit more forward so I have two-thirds raspberry wheat one-third little creeper IPA um And it's not bad, honestly. Yeah, weirdly enough, it kind of worked out. (laughs) I I actually thought of this. I thought of just going for it because, and I can't remember how he did it, but Mike, one of the brewers, yesterday, he had a beer, and I think he did the, we have a New England IPA on right now called Shoot for the High Fruit, and I think he did that one with a splash or a topper of the raspberry wheat, which is what made me think that I could probably just put them together, and Mm. it would be okay. Although, I mean, the Little Creeper isn't, as light as in New England. Um, it's a little bit stronger, more traditional IPA, not hazy, more of like the darker or like mid caramel color, I would say. But all in all, it's not bad. The aftertaste is kind of weird, um, <laughs> which I think is like the downfall of it, but it's just one beer. So yeah. individually, I like both of the beers, and now together, then it's all right. It wasn't a disaster. Uh, mistake.
0: No, honestly not the worst. Um uh, and
1: but a good a good call on from now on I will smell the growler before I um start <laughs> pouring out of it. So yeah. we don't bring a lot of growlers home.
0: We don't. Um excuse me. Beer burps. Um but as far I guess we've never really actually talked about um our restaurant where we work and everything that that much uh i guess we mentioned the restaurant here and there definitely not the brewery side but yeah
1: we allude to it a lot but we've never really yeah. actually gone into what um what type of place it is but mm. it does have a brewery attached to it because yeah. we're in the outskirts of Asheville and
0: everything requires drinking it's true um but yeah <laughs> this is a blue mountain pizza and brew pub beer that we're drinking for any of you most likely none of all of you know this already so not news to anybody else i'll keep it kind of short and sweet uh it is where we work a nice little quote-unquote mom and pop place uh come check it out we've won quite a few awards um a lot through like various competitions i'm not i don't have any off the top of my head because i'm not really a
1: um uh, beer beer wars i know we've won we've placed in those Mm. um the one I, I'm pretty sure that I have this correct. Um, but the Belgian Daydream Blonde is the one that has brought home the most winners. Pretty much any time they enter that one in, it wins. Yeah. Um, they're, the, uh, they're what they're. I think the Golden Strong is, has won. I think the red one, the red IPA. Hmm. I feel like ginger wheat might have taken something as well. Maybe. I don't know. And they I am mean, assuming that one of their pale ales or IPA has taken it. We have if if you come to the restaurant um, you can see the the medals hanging um, behind the bar and on the back of each medal lists like what we what beer won that metal so you can actually ask any server there and they can just look up and read the back and like let you know which mm-hmm. is why I don't have it memorized for people who are possibly thinking I'm not doing my job well <laughs> it's right there so anytime someone asks me I'm like oh well, hold on a second I can tell you exactly what it is and where they you know what level they yeah. want it on and all that so
0: yeah so we're not quite so podunk as some mom and pop places are yeah <laughs> Um, and like, let's
1: see, the, the Creeper IPA is a 6.9%. The
0: Little Creeper, not just the, the Creeper. The Little Creeper,
1: sorry. The Little Creeper the regular creepers is the are a monster. Is 8.5. It's like the an, Regular Creeper is, is a like double IPA, and it's either something. 8.5 or 8.9. Yeah. Um, it ranges in between there. But yeah, the Little Creeper is 6.9. And honestly, the Raspberry Wheat, I want to say that it's an even 6. Um,
0: no, it's 5.9, I, at least this batch is.
1: Okay. And there you go to pretty much six. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, the raspberry isn't incredibly strong, but it it's not lost either.
0: Yeah, Um, this is one of their more well-balanced as far as like when they do the fruit stuff. um, It's definitely the more you can kind of get a lot of flavors of both things that they're going for and not a lot of in between. But it, it it's a very good balance for sure. Um, so yeah, there's that little bit of I guess advertising for us. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, uh. Yeah, I'm saying um a lot. So there's that. That's some news for you. Some geek news.
1: Is it fake news?
0: It's real news. I'm, I'm <laughs> sad to sad to say. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was fake news. Yeah. anyway uh it's been a i guess a while since we've talked about farm biz which we still don't really have a a lot of but we've definitely been doing some stuff around the house Uh, a little bit of house farm bleeding into each other making some like yearly plans doing some like finances we have one big reveal towards the end of the show you guys tune in for that um
1: are we revealing feeling it or are we? I thought um, I thought we were waiting.
0: Oh really? I thought we were gonna tease it.
1: Yeah, I thought we were gonna tease it, but oh, not so reveal we're not saying it. The name
0: of it? Okay. All right.
1: Oh, you were gonna say the name? I was gonna say
0: what it was, oh. since our next episode is gonna be an in-depth discussion about it.
1: Oh well. I thought we were just gonna tease it. Ooh. Ooh. I we'll we'll see. Hey, you happen. know what? We'll see what happens. Yeah, let's
0: just ride this roller coaster. Yeah. Hang on till the end, folks. Um <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's just uh I guess get the most closest to farm stuff out of the way. We have a slight farm plan going on for this year this coming year. What's uh you wanna fill everybody in on that?
1: Um it's yeah. It's not much
0: of one. <laughs>
1: yeah. But not in a bad um, way. Yeah, we I have like some I have specifics set and some, some things which we won't get go into now. Um, but I think we've we've mentioned that we um, wanted to take this next 2019 to really kind of like take care of some stuff um, on the personal side of our homestead and everything and get some things like get good systems set and you know there's still some we want I want uh, we have some things with the chickens to do and stuff like that um so with the farm with us knowing that we we definitely want to get this stuff on, the personal homestead side taking care of. Um, we are, I don't want to say taking it easy on the farm side because we're really not. We're still doing, we're, we're going to have more beds in production than we did last year. Um, but we are going to be doing fewer varieties and more, instead of trying to hit succession planting, we're going to do more broad sweeps and have... Um, Go for shoot for more product at once versus spreading out the product over the season. This is uh,
0: the way I see it. uh, The way at least I think about it is like last year was sharpening and this year is honing. So like we got the edge and now we're refining that edge.
1: Yes, and we're still um, we're still trying out new things. There's still a lot of new new flowers we're going to be growing this year um, to see again different. Different days to maturity, maturity rates, um, different different periods. Um, we're not taking on any more clients. We will only be selling to um, Blooms on Tap if they're still interested, and then a um, through the flower farmers, um, North Carolina or Western North Carolina flower farmers group. Uh, we have a wholesale connection that. We're going to be trying to send some stuff there, which is, again, why we're trying to do larger crops of things and fewer varieties um, or, yeah. Um, and then really get get our, like you were saying, honing it in, really focusing on getting the beds um, laid out better and more permanent and a little bit more correctly than we did when we were first going into it. So just, yeah, fine-tuning, honing up some stuff, uh, I think that's kind of all I can say right now. Yeah. With what what we're doing, it's about um,
0: a, something to look forward to in the uh, the coming seasons.
1: Yeah, we are trying a couple. Well, I think I think we will be trying some some non-flower stuff too to, for possibly added value, which I think we talked about. At yeah, one
0: we. Point. I think we mentioned it.
1: Yeah. Um. So there's there's still that aspect too that that will be a different branch for us to kind of experiment with. So exciting year yeah (laughs) exciting interesting we're doing doing things differently um trying not to start as much stuff as we did or maybe i still have to take a look at that too but inside that is
0: you mean like yeah, like pre-starting the seeds
1: inside versus direct seeding outside Um,
0: yeah i'm uh kind of excited about that like I, i like doing the starts and everything like that but on the large scale it is a bit of a it can be a bit of a challenge uh more so not like setting it up and everything but just keeping them evenly lit and everything i feel like outside should ultimately be healthier for the plant but honestly it might be harder might be easier this is our our test period it's hard to say because we are definitely more at a um you know the weather's whim so that's always a that's always a gamble but honestly i feel like if it it should work out like it we're in a good we're in a good spot for for growing plants especially flowers and everything and uh, we got a nice little pocket climate it's usually not too bad around here
1: and the other part of it is if it if it isn't an option for us we need to know now because that will determine like what like we can't on the on the scale that we are growing on there is no way for us to start everything in the space we have, so mm. if if it is something that we do need to really up our seed starting, then we we will definitely need to look into getting a greenhouse at the bare minimum, some hoop houses, stuff like that. So yeah, um, so yeah, so just you know, again, we're, the, we've talked about it before. We're using these years when we both still are working full time off the farm to kind of experiment around and see what it is, not only what we want to grow when we want to grow it who we want to sell it to all of those types of things since we don't have any experience in any of this and i mean this will be our third growing season but really like we it's it's still it's it's really it's so bare like when when you're when you're talking about farming Mm -hmm. like that's a such such a little experience but well i'm a i
0: might and I, I'm very curious about your caterpillar house uh, idea and everything. We we might do what one bed devoted to that, or I might just even try to do something on this side to uh, just to test it, um, even if it's not for flowers, just to give it a shot, see what it does. Which are they're kind of what I guess smaller scale hoop houses is how you would describe it. So like, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're not um not as big, not as long um but they are portable. They're not like official caterpillar tunnels. Um but they're kind of like a cross between a caterpillar tunnel and a hoop house. Um just make them so, with some
0: board and PVC and some uh, plastic.
1: Oh, no, this is just it's um the the boards at the bottom, just four boards, you know, uh screwed together to make a, a, frame. a rect- rectangle at the bottom and then um cattle panel um, that you oh, just yeah, bend, that's right. bend just into the, it. And then yeah. you can put the pr- plastic over over that. Um, it's honestly
0: more stable than doing ribbing with the PVC. True. So that's I something. think.
1: I mean, I don't know. I've never done any, any of those ways. So so we'll see. We'll see about all of that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited though. I'm very excited yeah. about this year. Still kind of skirting the surprise. Um, yes, there is sounds... something... There's mm. more stuff we can elaborate on. <laughs> um it's hard. It's hard to to skirt.
1: But it's okay. I feel like that's good. Next next episode is probably gonna be a pretty heavy
0: very heavy farm thing.
1: So we can you know, anything else we can we, we you just have to wait. Just have to wait.
0: Um we'll see, aside from farm planning, we did a little bit of a I mentioned our annual meeting or whatever. Um but along with that comes a new, and improved whiteboard, white erase Organization marker board. board. Um, it's pretty <laughs> much uh, what what I
1: use it for, and I, I I definitely think I've talked about this on the podcast before. But I found on Amazon this, it's kind of like window clings, except it's a dry erase board. So it's really long. It's um, I'm looking at it right now. It's probably the width is I would say maybe like. Two and a half, no more than three feet wide. And um I would say maybe like nine or ten feet long. Wait, no. What? All um all of those pieces were one big piece.
0: Oh really? Okay, you cut yeah. them down. Okay. Yeah, like that's Sorry. the roll <laughs> sitting up
1: top of the um the window, <laughs> like that right there in between yeah. Harley Quinn and the Joker. That's the roll. So that's the width of it. And then it spreads out. Yeah, it's, I cut it into into three pieces. No, I got
0: know. <laughs> so,
1: Which is cool because you can cut it into whatever size you need. So you can cover anything. It sticks to walls, refrigerators, glass, whatever. Um, our walls aren't straight and they have like crap bumps and stuff. So it doesn't work out. Like it's not totally flat or whatever. But it works out great. And it was $10. So... Um, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I know I've talked about this before, but we have a we have a section set up kind of as like a like for birthdays and and big events stuff like that, and then we have um, two other pieces. One that normally holds our annual to do list. So when we have our annual meeting, we talk about pretty much anything we want to accomplish during the year, and then. We take notes on it and stuff and we like sometimes during the meeting and sometimes after like we kind of claim what we're going to handle for the year like big projects and stuff like that. Like um, for example, we have a new plan for our mailbox area since people keep uh, they, they just keep knocking our mailbox down. Yeah, so something
0: about it. They love to smash it. They love to smash it. <laughs> so
1: we're going to we're going to set it up differently. So. If they have to, if they want to smash it, they're going to have to get out of their cars and smash it, or they're going to like break their arm, pretty much type of thing. So, um, but we have to do that. So, this will be something that we both work on. But Sam took that as one of his things. He's going to take lead on that. He's going to plan it out, and then when it's time to do it, then I'll just show up and be like a worker. So then I have other stuff, you know. So we just kind of we we have that set up so we know what we're working on and what we. You know, just it evenly divides stuff. Um, so this year, again, there was a lot of stuff kind of left over from 2018 that we didn't do because our first annual meeting was 2018. So we put a lot of stuff on our to-do list. Yeah, and
0: we got a little uh, gung-ho about it.
1: We did. There's a lot of stuff to do, though, too. So And we didn't oh, get it all is. accomplished. Yes. <laughs> um, so we're using this year to – we added some stuff on. We're finishing that stuff up. And then we, we kind of changed some of the stuff around. Um, not not really on like the the big project type of stuff, but um, just in general of kind of like chores. So we and we have things that we do every week, like officially delegating them out to somebody, you know, like um for like I'm in charge of the laundry, so I'm going to do all of the laundry and I have my different days set up because I, you know, you're not supposed to, it turns out with a septic system, you are not supposed to do all of your laundry in one day. You're supposed to spread it out throughout the week. Puts so a lot of
0: strain on it.
1: It does. That's what we found <laughs> out when we fixed our septic system. So I am now, instead I always have done my laundry just in one go. So I have it now spread out over four days during the week. You know, different loads, like clothes, and then a linen's load, clothes, and then, you know, sheets or whatever. I never actually asked you
0: about this um, whenever you set this up. Does that mean you're folding my laundry? No. No okay (laughs) that's fine i just never uh no we we never brought that up so i'm not really sure (laughs) i will
1: fold and put away all the linens and stuff but you will still be in charge of putting away your own clothes and folding them
0: cool that's fine with me i just wanted i've really never asked
1: (laughs) yeah i don't like messing with people's clothes system it's
0: odd yeah yeah you got your way everybody's got their own little yeah yeah yeah, so you do
1: it i don't want you to do mine either like, on the same foot no, that I, I don't want anybody to do. I just, like,
0: kind of stress out for 30 minutes. Like, did I do it right? Did I put the right stuff in the right places? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So, we have we have that. It's all color-coordinated. It's great. I love it. Um. then the things, too, like, you know, we do the podcast every other week. So, setting that stuff up, just having it. Um, there was this thing I read about, like, the mental load that, like, normally women carry. And a lot of it is just, like, keeping track of things um and this was a couple years ago that I read it and I was like oh yeah I understand that um because it's like you know you can ask me at any time like how much uh like dish detergent we have and I will know you know I just have like and I don't ever think about knowing I just happen to just always know you know because it's just kind of it always it just happens um so with that and like with with, like, if Sam's cleaning the kitchen, then I want to get up and I want to clean something because he's working and I'm not. But if I'm working on farm stuff and farm planning or farm finances, then that's still work. But it's hard for me to separate because that's it's not cleaning work, it's a different type of work. So I'll feel guilty if I'm just sitting there working on farm, farm finances while Sam's doing the kitchen, which is ridiculous. And Sam frequently tells me to not worry about that. But <laughs> Um, it, it was just kind of like we, we started a new system last year. We're still fine-tuning it. And this way it enables me to know, oh, okay, well, Sam is going to clean the bathroom. So if he's cleaning the bathroom, he's just doing his chores when he wants to do them. And I can either be working on my chores or I can save my chores for later. It's just something that like, I, like having a barrier, having a, a set divide makes me not, want to like jump up off the sofa and start doing something else. So it just it just helps me not feel guilty.
0: You're playing to your psychology. I mean that's Yeah. And honestly I'm I'm not really good about keeping track of things and all that. I just kind of I'm a very day to day person, but I also I'm good at following instructions. I don't mind people saying like, hey, do this. And I usually jump at the bit like, hey, cool. Let's, let's do, let's get something done. Yeah. <laughs> so it works kind of good for both of us. Like gives you a little more mental stability and gives me more of a, like a routine. Cause I don't mind working within those things. I, if I, if I have no goals or nothing to work on, I'm just kind of listless and chill out and just laze around, play games yeah. and, screw off <laughs> so and it It's fine too. it works and, out great for both of us
1: yeah like the the one of the reasons um, we started even before this like last year when we started the 2018 we each had our own to-do list it was um we realized like I I am a big planner and I always have a to-do list going and I always have this kind of stuff so like if there was ever a time that Sam wanted to do something like if I was at work and he wasn't then he would have to either ask me before I go or or like text me or something about it because I have all the lists. Like I keep all the all the lists. I have all the the stuff we're supposed to do. So and that's not fair to him. And it's also not fair because again, like if I'm starting to feel overwhelmed and like frustrated, then who am I frustrated at? It's not Sam because like he doesn't. He's I never even gave him an, the opportunity to do anything or to like help or to or to carry his own weight because i'm just constantly like hoarding these lists that like what like he can't see them i mean it's just like groceries or like litter box or you know like what why am i keeping all of this information to myself so having it like out and about having it where you can see it and you you know where we can both see it and like you said with a routine i mean it's proven like the the
0: yeah i mean having a routine
1: is, is great for you you know
0: yeah but i mean that's the other thing is like we made this list uh She's just never opportune. She's
1: not. <laughs> not. I mean, we might as well just take a little second. Hey, yeah, Bowie. Okay.
0: Hey, Bowie. Liz, you want to say hi to everybody?
1: Yeah. Oh, that was a sweet one. Oh, that one wasn't so ah, bad. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Yeah.
0: Sorry. I'm getting you riled up. That's fine. I'm just going to pet your head like you like. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> Good old Bobo. Bowie. That first one was really sweet. It really was like she was just saying hello. Yeah. And then she was like saying. I got a little carried and fuck away with off. it. off. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the first one was candid. The, the other ones I was trying to force out of her. Mm. Um, and to all of you PETA people out there, not literal forcing. Uh, although she needs yeah, to control her claws. That's all right. I got it. <laughs> Well, I hope everybody's satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> that was for you.
1: It's <laughs> all for you.
0: Oh. She loves but,
1: it. Look at her. She's still looking nervous. Like, yeah, you guys want me to come back? She's, no. sad,
0: she's a sadist. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, we were no, talking about like, our team. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, we set up all these lists and everything last year, and you went through, and like, as you finished stuff, you marked things off and everything. I've finished stuff and just leave it not even, not even mark it off the list like it's entirely opposite uh brain chemistry and everything
1: it was so hard too because like he's sitting there doing stuff and he's not crossing out because that was that's another change is like last year we we kept the 2018 list up the whole time because i was like so we can see what we've accomplished so we were just crossing it off instead of actually erasing it um in the long run i side note i changed that because it just took up too much space that i could have used later on in the year like adding stuff in and like other things that came up or whatever so we're not doing it this time we're just erasing it but yeah sam would never mark his stuff off and so like i mean his list is right next to mine what am i supposed to do not look at it and not be like no you've done that and then like i don't want to take the joy away from him of crossing it off although obviously he gets to out it, it doesn't fucking matter yeah I was gonna
0: say it doesn't really uh but
1: it's just like I'm looking at his list and I'm like oh my gosh he hasn't crossed any of this stuff off but he's done it but it's still there and like how is he doing this like it's it is blowing my mind like how it but it's okay because that's his list so I don't touch his list it's his list <laughs> Occasionally, I would like encourage and be like, "Hey, you wanna <laughs> you wanna cross some like, stuff oh, off your yeah, list?" Oh yeah,
0: I do. Like that's done. That's that's done. That's y- done. Like it like would, three yeah. or four at a time.
1: <laughs> you would get through <laughs> and then like cross them off. But I don't think you ever did it without me just like being like, "Hey, you wanna? I you wanna I did, cross like, some of that stuff off?"
0: Most like no more than three, probably about two times.
1: <laughs> I don't understand. It feels so good to like cross something off or erase it. Oh my gosh, it feels great. Like I love. I mean, that is that is. I would say 90% of the reason why you make lists. It should be like 10% of the reason you make lists. But for me, it's like 90%. Like I love crossing that stuff off. Of course, the memory stuff and remembering and getting it all done is cool too. But man, (laughs) getting that nice, oh, you're gone. Like that feels good.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It just falls short on me. I I don't get it. I mean, the other side is I didn't finish my entire list, so like, don't give me too much credit for <laughs> not keeping track of the list. <laughs>
1: That's true, but I didn't finish all my list either.
0: No, although but, I finished yeah, it's more fine. than you did. Oh yeah, which is I was saying at like sixty-six percent. you're trying to compare uh, uh, notes on uh, uh, uh. Si- over sixty, you said
1: I was at like sixty-six percent.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. One more six, and it's... Demo! Oh. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I will tell you right now, and and so this is this is another thing I have done. Because I want to know at the end of the year how much I accomplished, you know, because I like percentages and stuff like that, too. So since we're, we're racing things off the board, next to our names, we have the number of things that were on our list to begin with.
0: Oh, really? I didn't even see that part. Yeah. So then, if
1: we add anything on, then we need to change those numbers. So then, you know, right now, I started with 16 things. I have already crossed off four. I am already a quarter of the way done with my list, y'all. But wait, you started with 16. There's still 16 up there. No, there's not. Next to your
0: name, there is one. No, the
1: six. Yeah, the 16, that's the number because the the things erase. Yeah. So I know. Yeah. yeah. I I know how many because we're erasing them. Yeah. So there's only twelve things up there now. As I said, a quarter of my list. And well. so everybody else don't doesn't think that I've been just like rocking out. Some things are much easier than others. <laughs> so those first four I crossed off are probably really easy. I can't remember for what they you. were. <laughs> uh. So I'm very excited about it. The the weekly stuff, the weekly, the biweekly, the monthly, that all stuff, like it's super cool too, because I have it. Um, color coordinated so Sam got to pick his color and this is where I start feeling like a big nerd because I'm so excited about this so he picked green and I picked orange and then things that we both do are red (laughs) 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 And it's so exciting (laughs) 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 I was working on this at work I was making lists and like doing different ideas and like and how to set stuff up and all I mean it's just I'm just loving it y'all and it looks so good Um, I will actually, I took pictures of it.
0: (laughs) So um, if you want to go
1: to our blog, then um, it should be the post I do tomorrow. Should have the pictures of the the boards and everything, how I've all set it up if you want to actually look. And it's awesome too, because there's a lot more space than there was last year. A lot, So I can add stuff in. We have a store list up there that we, you know, whenever we like think of something, we can just jot it up there. Like it's just, it's, I'm, I'm really excited about it, <laughs> and I feel like ridiculous because i was super excited about it.
0: <laughs> Tickle that organization pickle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're all different colors. <laughs> it's great. It's great. So anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, since I feel I'm really. I feel like I'm blushing right now because I feel I feel kind of ridiculous about how excited I, mean, I am.
0: Technically, you're not, but I can see you're kind of. <laughs> You're getting that <laughs> that thing you do. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't blush easily.
0: No, you get all, like, I have a darker skin tone. It's I do fine. get like really, like <laughs> my eyes get
1: really weird and my nose kind of scrunches up. And then like I feel like if you poked my cheek, it would be rock hard because I'm smiling so hard. <laughs> anyway. Um,
0: yeah, so I guess a hardcore nerd out session, that's the, the last bit of businessy, homey, do work kind of things. Um, I do have one thing to add, uh, part of all this stuff we were doing, um, before we set the budget before this year, we said pretty much buy everything we could, if it was on sale, because spend that money while you got it before we need to (laughs) buckle it down. (laughs) And, uh, luckily a vacuum sealer came on, on sale on Amazon, which we shop Amazon all the time, I guess. um, not necessarily supporters of them, but sometimes you just can't beat that convenience. Not, <laughs> and and then that there's price. other,
1: Yeah, and there's other things too. Like we're, we do the Prime. We do Amazon Prime. And it's a little things like I the, the cheapest landscape fabric I have found is through Amazon. And not only is it the cheapest for the actual role, Amazon with Prime, you get free shipping. And shipping on a lot of the the large farm stuff that we have to buy is insane. Like when we oh, have yeah. to do it's all a, freight.
0: Oh, I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's yeah. freight, and we live out in the country, so having a truck deliver something is a huge pain in the ass for everybody. Yeah. Um. So and it's also like, a big chunk out of our wallet. <laughs> yeah, like
1: for example, when we order the um, the leak proof trays for seed starting from Johnny's, we we order a case is a hundred. We order that then um it's like $45 shipping for that even though it's not heavy even though like it's a super light box or whatever just it's like just how they space. have to send it out yeah yeah and then like there's thing like big things um when we ordered that you know $45 for the um because most of like johnny's stuff I'm pretty sure unless I'm just it's like the where we are in their shipping zone and everything then when we got the biodegradable mulch that was another $45 shipping fee so I mean just on those two items we spent $90 on shipping you know yeah. that's there's a lot n-
0: nowhere to get it around so like we gotta take it where we can get it it's, um, you know I, I, I just said like disclaimer I, I suppose is uh, we don't love Amazon but shit do we use it um, yeah
1: <laughs> so which that is like we try you know I, we always talk about it's a balance like we try to you know hopefully one day we won't ever have to use them you know but the situation we're in currently then we need we need free shipping on stuff we need to we need to spend you know spend the money for the membership <laughs> so we can buy everything else that we need and all that kind of stuff and um you know, and then make up for it in other ways. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, a, that's part of the reason why we're so strict about buying local meat and supporting like the local farmers and stuff around here and buying like from local businesses for even like, even things like honey or um, anything, anything that we can yeah. get Got locally. to try to find that balance. Yeah. Then to make up for areas where, where it's just not possible for us right now, you know, again, like strides strive for balance like you can't no one's perfect even the most perfect person who only does everything it totally off grid and all that kind of stuff i mean there there's still something that they'll still drive a car which i mean if you want to look into it then that's horrible too (laughs) so i mean it's all it's all again it's about balance trying to do the best that you can in the in your current situation so yeah um that's what we do
0: Random political spur, which probably the most political we'll ever get, but we'll probably bring it up a lot.
1: Yeah. Because it uh, is. It, yeah. It's weird.
0: just kind of a general, I guess, way to live. Anyway, um, what are we? Oh, sale on Amazon. Got a vacuum sealer. Mm-hmm. And I'm super pumped about it. Sam I've been wanting one for so long. For,
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say for so long. <laughs> so long.
0: And don't regret it. Not in the slightest. Um, there's a little bit of a learning curve to it. Not really a very small learning curve. There's not much to it. Just the biggest thing being make sure the ceiling point is pretty much devoid of food debris. And Bob's your uncle. Easy peasy. Nothing to it. I love it. Um going to save us so much space in the freezer uh, in these coming years and everything. I'm and
1: better because we've... Better we've,
0: quality. No freezer burn. Right. No freezer burn. Because yeah. even
1: with the Ziplocs and everything, I mean, you still get some freezer burn. And like when the freezer... And that one freezer went out, the chest freezer fiasco. We definitely talked about it Yeah, on that the made podcast. a mess out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully like the, I mean, the stuff inside, like the, the bananas, you know, I freeze them whole for when we do like smoothies and stuff. So those got real weird. I don't think like that would them being vacuum sealed would fix that problem no, that's but the one downside. Also... is
0: like as far as convenient size portion things it's a little harder to dial that in uh without being wasteful which honestly you can't like like you said like it would have to be like one banana or i guess we use what two bananas in each smoothie so it'll be two bananas per package that's a waste of plastic I'm like i'm not going to do that so right. there's certain things i'll still use ziplocs for um
1: but the you know that we had a lot of leakage you know from yeah. the Ziplocs had like uh you know tears or stuff like that so when that chest freezer went out then there was just gross I mean there was just leakage all over the place mm-hmm. I think definitely the strawberries leaked the bananas leaked um I mean luckily I keep uh the all of my meat oh well all of my raw meat separate um. Anything that we've we've prepped, then we'll put it in with the other stuff. But there's no like, you know, there was no like ground beef blood all with anything, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So that that at least was good. But it made a, it made a big mess. All those peaches. So most of most of the leakage we had was from fruit fruit. Yeah. Um, so it at least wasn't you know gross and like we had to throw their stuff away because it, we just wiped everything down and and cleaned everything out. But that stuff. If we do put it in the vacuum sealer, I think that that, that it will be less leakage. But I don't know because we don't. You know, it's a learning curve. We don't really know.
0: Ew. I mean, it will. I mean, that's the problem with the Ziplocs. You get them frozen, and you just crease them a little bit, and they break. I mean, they just get too brittle along those specifically along the seams. Um, but vacuum sealer is fun to use, even though it shouldn't be, because it's just pressing a couple of buttons and watching the thing like around it <laughs> but yeah you know, it's its own little satisfaction there um, you need to try it out it's very versatile very cool
1: well we want to try it when i, I always forget what the type of cooking um, what is it what is that called sous vide sous yeah, yeah
0: I, it's supposed yeah, to be awesome to for a sous
1: i've never done it so we'll Which, see
0: i mean i don't know if we have to buy specific bags for that or not um, thank you we might have to buy ones that are quote-unquote boil safe uh i don't know maybe not who knows but as you want to try V stuff
1: well i remember when, when i read the, all the reviews on this one and there were people who said that they specifically bought this one for V. so Ooh. i mean i i'm sure eventually they ran out of whatever they give you for the the plastic wise um and they bought other stuff I they didn't say they bought anything different you know and I know yeah. I remember one in particular said like the first thing he did was he he did something sous like off of it because that's what he bought it for like the only reason he bought it was like, he said, everyone's talking about chest I don't even know what they're talking about <laughs> yeah I bought this for sous you know yeah um, so it should work out fine
0: it should um, I'll put a link up if anybody's interested in checking it out um, very very good investment for not very much money yeah. So.
1: Um, you mentioned the budget, which we've we've never actually talked about. Um, but we mm. and I don't know if we want to get into it on this one or.
0: That's actually on my little notes here. That's oh, the last I'm thing past uh, vacuum sealer, but the perfect segue. Sorry, oh. I didn't mean to cut you off. Just no, there you go. Ride that thing into the Sweet. sunset. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, do you do you want to start us off with it or?
0: You're more privy to the details, okay? Or not not privy, but you're clearer on them.
1: <laughs> well, this is this is a, another thing that we have talked about on the podcast um, before. Of you know, we are starting to plan for hopefully retiring one day in our future and all that kind of stuff. And this is kind of like like our goal was to start investing, start doing that stuff in 2019. So. To be able to do that kind of stuff, you have to one know your budget and your expenses and um your income all that kind of stuff, and then do all the research too into the the financial investing, which um I think I'm going to pause on the financial investing portion of it because we will actually be doing that um soon, yeah, and we can do that on a different on that, different yeah, podcast but, but um the details. But for the budgeting, this is another thing where I kind of like nerd out on. Um, I really like budgeting <laughs> and figuring stuff out. So put your seatbelts on. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to go too crazy on it, and but I want to give you kind of like an idea of how we have it figured out, and and very briefly why I decided like why we did it this way. Um, now the beginning part of budgeting and and all this kind of stuff is is super basic like step 1 is you have to know your income and your expenses and when you figure that then you always figure low on your income high on your expenses and that's just that's you you're just do bigger it bigger
0: median it's easier to plan for stuff
1: yeah because then then it's always it's it's always better to have more incoming than you planned and less outgoing than you planned you want to set yourself up for The optimal situation so always just everything every time anytime you're doing anything like if you think little things too like you think you're going to go out to eat and you only want to take $20 or whatever you know like are you really going to spend $20 no like plan like if you know you're going out Friday night plan on spending 50 shoot for 20 you know shoot for 30 whatever you want to do but then then you have it in plan there because then the extra money coming back is just extra money it's not oh I have to find this extra money I spent you know so again just just setting yourself up for for success and things working out um so we did that and and I'll give everyone a heads up like when you start when you first start doing this because most people don't do this regularly from what like since I've been talking about this at work then a lot of people have been like oh yeah I never I never do that. We never really paid attention to our budget. Like it's mostly especially like the the industry we're in. It's
0: and so particularly my yeah. side
1: of it is the like the serving side. Like you never know what you're gonna get. You know, so it's it's hard to plan and it's hard to know because you're also getting it in cash. You're not getting it in a check or anything. So it's like, you know, you're you're getting this cash, you spend the cash. You never really have like a firm grasp on it yeah. until you start figuring all this stuff out. So um that's your first step and then just know like um know that there's going to be things you forgot like during i say at least the first year then things will fluctuate like use pencil or use a computer program or whatever like don't use a pen like your numbers are going to change little things you know like sam's uh biweekly paycheck went up I think it was like seven dollars just because some new tax law went into effect in January I didn't know that that was going to happen I so I couldn't plan for it I didn't know and I had it based off of this and suddenly we have, and it's only 14 extra dollars a month but still like you're putting the that money in there so like I had to erase it you know after the first checks I saw that it was a consistent increase and so I added in the that extra 14 dollars a month to our budget to know that it's there and then, yeah, you're going to forget stuff there, you know. Um, a lot of stuff you don't do regularly, like membership stuff, like Prime membership or, or PlayStation. Like, you might not think of it because it's just once a year, you know. But once you have a, a year, then you'll have everything written down. So just, like, as you pay stuff, first start off just your first month. Anytime you make a payment into, like, your major expenses, write it down, you know. And then, like, just if, when things come up, your Amazon Prime membership renews. Write that down, like when it renewed and how much it was, you know. So then when you have all these numbers, you can figure out okay, even though Amazon is just once a month, you want to be putting money aside every month. So then the money's there when it's ready to come out of your account. So divide that number by 12, figure that into your monthly, you know, so figure all that kind of stuff out. Um, Income is easier for most people because most people are on paychecks and stuff so they know they know what they make, they know what they're bringing in. So that part is easier for people like me. Um, what I figured is I I pretty much just assumed I know how many shifts I work a week and I shot for the the low ball. again, you like I said you always figure lower on income. So, um, I, you know, for, for servers, January, February tends to be the slowest months, you know, particularly February, since it's a shorter month, then that's, that's a good one to, to start off on if you don't have anything else. And it's nice for you guys right now listening, since February is about to come up for you servers out there, start jotting down what you make and use February. It's going to be the slowest, slowest, you know. The shortest month and the slowest for, for your tips coming in. So figure figure that um, and, and, and solely figure that as your income. What we're doing after that is like the extra that I get over what I assume my income is. We have ways of dividing that up into different savings and other places it wants to go and stuff like that. Um, and then um, but when you have just your basic income – Either your checks are, again, like your slowest, like what you think your lowest is. Subtract your expenses from your income. The leftover is kind of what you can either, I mean, your, your extra, quote unquote. So either what you're going to invest in. Um, for us, like we, um, with using the two incomes, then, you know, we have a certain weekly budget that we're going to try to hit, which is pretty tight for us. Um, so, but figure that, and then anytime you spend something, subtract it from your weekly budget. There will be a period, again, like that first year is going to be kind of, it's going to be hard that first year, just because you're getting used to a new system, and then things like, we have money that's going into savings, um, for emergencies. We also have money that is going in monthly to a miscellaneous fund, which miscellaneous for us And again, however you want to set this up, however you think, you know, however your brain works and and how it works out for you. But our miscellaneous is like if the, you know, new tires, you know, that that pops up randomly, then uh, we'll we'll pull the new tire money from the miscellaneous fund or the miscellaneous savings that we have set up. But this first year, we don't have anything in that miscellaneous savings because we haven't had any time to build it up. So. Give yourself a little leeway the first year. Get the money and savings and stuff. But like we – I just got the truck repaired. It was $150. We had to take that on for a weekly budget. Normally that would have come from the miscellaneous. But like I said, we didn't have anything in miscellaneous. So it was a big hit on our weekly budget. But that week we only went over the weekly budget $60-something, 60, 60 you know, which considering $150 was the truck that wasn't supposed to be in there? We wouldn't have gone over normally. So even if like you first start this stuff off and you are seeing that you're not meeting your numbers, you're not. It's it's not working out for you. Don't quit on it because it. it some of the stuff just takes time. Conversely, if you want to take the first year and just dump money into your savings, you can do that too. Um, for me, that that is harder because I feel like unless I like, unless money is going into a specific slot, and things, it's easier just to spend. You know, like if you know that you have five hundred dollars in savings that you're not supposed to touch unless something seriously goes wrong, like I break my arm or something and I can't work, then it's easy to say, oh, I'm gonna pull this money from my savings to pay for a flat tire or to go out or something like that so so for me it's easier just to like restrict our spending while we're building the savings up but if you want to do it the opposite way then that's fine too it all kind of depends on on your situation um and what you're what you're built for like not only mentally but um, financially and all that kind of stuff, like what what you can do in your situation. But those are just kind of like the the places we started, and um, and it's going well. I think um, it's definitely, I think curtailed our spending a lot, but it's not. I don't think we're missing anything because it's, it's just so many times like you're just you're just giving money out and you don't even realize you're spending it until you don't, until the numbers are in front of you and you're like, oh, crap, like normally it's why haven't I been saving this for the past five years? You know, that's normally the feeling you have once you get into this. But it's hard because like I get excited about doing stuff like this. I understand most people don't, you know. Um, Some of you probably tuned out like just while I was talking about that. Um, which is fine. Like it, I'm not offended or anything. Like I said, I know it's it's just like my organizational thing. I know that it's just something I like to do. Um, but go for it. There, there are plenty of other people that I'm sure explain it better than I do and everything, but that's just kind of like a good starting point, a good ease into it. Um, like I said, cut yourself some slack too. Um, know that with anything, I mean, for right off the bat, any habit you want to form, it takes 30 days to form that habit supposedly like from studies and stuff they say it takes 30 days for any habit so when you're talking about money and stuff like that especially if you're working with multiple people it's going to be a longer more intense process and things change too more so for people like me where you know summer you know my income probably doubles than what it is in February you know so Figuring that, again, making making notes of where you want the money to go, planning for everything, saving for vacations. Decide what's important to you, and that's where you want your money to go. Um, so I just monopolized for a little bit, but I feel like that was a good broad, general... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You nailed yeah. it, I okay. mean, for
0: sure, at least in my opinion. But, I mean, there's, other, there's tools online and stuff like that for people who want to look into just, like, straight budgeting and things like that, so... Like, and
1: and a ton of apps like yeah. i i prefer to do it like pen and paper like old school style i don't i don't know like it's it's kind of the same thing with my list i really like that tactile feel type of a thing of sitting down and doing it versus on my computer yeah, or a, an app or something but if you're more into that then there are a ton of them out there and they're supposed to be amazing
0: yeah there's resources that you can utilize if you're not the more right brain side Um, but that, I mean, that's the other big part of that is like you said, give yourself time to adjust and to like give yourself credit. It's so easy to just like plug all these numbers into these random like apps and, um, websites and things like that to quote unquote figure out the numbers, get your life situated, blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of slip the first like one or two months, which is well within your adjustment range. Like if not, I mean, that's really early to to give up within two months is It's crazy considering like that amount of time versus your entire life. So like you got to give yourself time to feel your way out, feel what's comfortable for you. Give yourself enough credit that you can do this, even if it's a little daunting at first and taking out all of like the, the right brain stuff on it, like the things that you've, like enjoy as far as like the organization letting something else do it sometimes that kind of uh you can develop a disconnect on like the weight of it i suppose um it's easier to give it up if it's something that kind of took less time to compose um yeah so yeah that's the thing is just like try to figure it out stick with it don't give up on it put effort into it um even if it's not something you enjoy it's something for you to enjoy in the future um it's very feasible you just kind of have to figure your own personal way through it because i mean for me like your your method is entirely opposite um i am not good at any of that stuff or keeping track of it or doing any of it really like honestly like i'm you're you're a godsend to me as far as like <laughs> getting my, my shit figured out. So, um, you know, I, I lucked out. Um, but you know, it's not like I could have done it if I had, if I put myself into it or if I had put myself into it enough, like if you never came along in my life or whatever, but, and I'm also looking forward to learning about this stuff with you, which is also good too. So, um, yeah, I mean, everybody out there just, don't don't lose hope. Yeah. Uh, things usually look worse right out of the gate than they actually are in the long run.
1: Absolutely. And and what's it's the twenty first? Is today the twenty first? Twentieth. Twentieth? Okay, so today's the twentieth. I got this together. I got our budget and stuff together. Um I mean it was like after Christmas before New Year's. Like it was literally the last week of the year. <laughs> I was supposed to like get it get working on it before and I didn't, and so I just spent that week like hustling, getting some stuff done, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but just since then, just – and really, like, since so we'll say, like, all of this went into effect January 1st. Then just since January 1st, I have adjusted the incoming and, and – or I've adjusted the outgoing, which adjusted our weekly budget um, four times so far. So, again, like, that's and, – and we were doing – you know, we – I, I felt like we were going into it, you know, um, where we had remembered everything. But like I said, like, even no matter how good you are, there there is always something you're going to forget. So, yeah, don't, don't lose hope. Don't lose sight on it. You know, if you're someone who is listening to this podcast and is interested in learning more, like, where I learned some of this. Stuff, I mean, most of it, honestly, was just from my dad. Um, but... I I do have like some, you know, some places I can send you for some stuff. And then simple stuff too, like if you don't want to reach out to me or you you know, then go in and talk to like the people at your bank are are there for you, you know? Like I never
0: Yeah, Suntrust has been weirdly they've been good about that. And I never really I never considered bank tellers and bank managers and stuff as like a viable source as far or a viable resource, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: they are I mean they're there for you yeah
0: like totally at least our branch of SunTrust in Weaverville has been very good about that
1: and I've looked on different um, different banks you know and and of course every branch is going to be different so maybe you can't go in and talk to your branch manager maybe your branch manager doesn't care or something like that but I've looked at different banks websites and stuff like that a lot of them have these programs like that are are built into their sites now Mm -hmm. because they understand that you know, I mean, the basic, the basic thing here is that the majority of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. So they understand that they're trying to come up with better tools and better ways and better information, better ways for you to access that information, all that kind of stuff. Um, and most cities, again, you know, the, the smaller, smaller cities and towns, maybe not, maybe it's like on a county level or something, but, um, your extension offices, the small business association, stuff like that, even if it's not, like it's not a business or something, but you call the small business people and be like, hey, you know, like you have this accounting stuff. You know, do you have anything, like is there a program for that on a personal level? You know, can you have, there? there's a lot of nonprofits and stuff out there that you can contact. Um, a lot of stuff online, a, a lot of stuff face-to-face. So again, like however you like to deal with this stuff, then you can, you can find someone or a way um, and like, just, you know, I the last thing I'll say about that is also don't be like, um, don't feel embarrassed or, or anything. Like, I know it's, it's hard to talk finances with people, especially like when you're in a bad spot. Well,
0: yeah, but think about this though, like, our, uh, oh, geez, I wish I had the actual percentage, but like, it's. I think it's well over 75% of people in the United States don't have $1,000 worth of savings. Right. Um, There is a lot of people in a much more dire financial need than they appear. I mean, that's the benefit of being in America. It's easier to to hide that like financial strain but then to hide that it also puts you in more financial strain if you're not careful so
1: and other things you know like you don't you don't know how much weight it it takes off once you don't have to worry about that anymore
0: yeah you know and then yeah just like the stigma yeah well all of that and
1: like like just you know when they talk about marriages um the the top reason marriages fall apart is because of finances Mm -hmm. you know and most of that is just not communicating and not you know not doing like this work which might seem like a lot of work like everything I went through might seem like oh my gosh that's so much but the thing is you set it up once and then even though like I said I've done four adjustments the four adjustments are literally me adding in six dollars here and and taking two dollars off the budget here so it's it's literally a minute like after you put that that one that one initial initial time investment into it everything after that is just little tweaks setting a foundation yeah. yeah so it's really like it 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 does seem like a lot it does seem overwhelming um but there are always there are ways out um talk to people um and you know reach out like find help if you need it and You know, if you want to do it, then do it like that, you know, um the the feeling you get afterwards, um, knowing that you are at least on a path towards financial whatever you want, financial freedom, financial vacations, financial whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Once you know that you have like a plan for that, like it's it's great, you know, and again, it feels good. Yeah. It takes it takes some of that strain off and we all could use. A little less strain and stress in our lives.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and you will be surprised at how much you can save and how little. Yeah, it's you weird. Can spend when you aren't keeping track
0: of it. Like the the amount of money you just bleed out for no reason at all is it's mind boggling sometimes. Yeah, because um, you
1: don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't. You just track don't pay of attention it. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
0: have no idea what you're doing. It's just like I've got it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, it's it's nutty. Once you get into it. Um...
1: Well, yeah, that's, I, I told you I was talking about all of this. And like I like I said, I've been geeking out about this at work a lot, too. Um, so sorry, everyone I work with, for having to put up with this all the time. But One more time around the yeah. block. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was telling Cammy about it. And I was like, you know, on this one week, um, again, there were a couple of things that, like I said, should have been pulled from miscellaneous, you know, like the week of the of the truck being spent and all that or the truck money coming out of the weekly budget versus miscellaneous since there was no miscellaneous money. (laughs) Um, Uh Then I told her, I was like, we really, we spent $62 that week. We gassed up the pilot once and we had to buy two tarps. And she was, she was mindless. She was like, I can't, I can't imagine only spending $62 in a week, you know? (laughs) And I, I well, and we had done like a big grocery shopping the week before, so we didn't have to buy any groceries. Like it was literally just, gas up and two tarps and we yeah. were good you know like and i would have never like if someone had told me before this that i would there there would be a week where the two of us only spent 62 dollars i would have thought they were crazy too i would not have believed right, it yeah but it was so easy and it wasn't even a problem like literally that that really is all we had to buy the tarps to cover up the riding lawnmower and the tiller and um you know we had to gas up the pilot because the pilot was out of gas yeah (laughs) so that was it
0: we had the luxury of like front loading it though as far as like getting that big grocery shopping list out of the way and everything yeah um which not everybody has but still you like use that as your first little chunk of net money that you know your your little safety net that you're using
1: yeah and we do and and again like i said every situation is every situation is different like one of the reasons we didn't have to spend so, like any money that week on groceries was like we had bought some the week before but also we have chest freezers that I have been stockpiling stuff for a year on you yeah, know like so done. again like those things give yourself slack on like there's you know you're heading and you know especially if you've never done something like this like you're heading into it blind you know and there will be so many adjustments but you'll find different ways of doing stuff and it'll be great
0: yeah, you, you'll get it done. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt. It just takes a little bit of effort. Um. But it's not always fun, but it's worth it. <laughs>
1: it is. And once you start seeing, like, like the savings.
0: Yeah, like once you, start you start getting a little bit numbers. of, like, the, that validation. It's nice, mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah. So, that's enough on that again. Like, if you have any so, questions or whatever, yeah. contact us, stuff like that. But
0: DM, do your thing. We got... We're open to the public. You, you know how to find us. <laughs>
1: yeah, and especially again, you know, like I even told people at work, I said, I've been talking to people and like, oh, I want to get on something like that. And I, I've i told them, you know, if you want help, I'm here. Like I said, I like this kind of stuff, you know, mm. I can only I can't fix your financial situation. I can help you, you know, but you also have to, like, be willing to do the work, too. Like, I can't tell you what your expenses are because right. I don't live your life, but if you want help with any of this kind of stuff or anything, you know, um, I'm here. I'm not a expert by any means, but I I I think I'm pretty good at it and a good, at least a beginning point. Like, I can get you started and you can go find yeah, I mean, more qualified people really after that. It's like
0: just a, a basic foundation and they can expand on it how they wish.
1: So one of the many reasons that we have those miscellaneous um, saving options in the budget and everything is for situations like this that um, we had honestly no idea how to handle. Um, before Christmas, like right before Christmas, I mean, I mean, I think it was like. It was a week before. Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah like <laughs> then the electric went out in the craft room. Side note for someone who is a crafty person. Um, literally the worst time for <laughs> like <laughs> electricity to go on in craft craft room like the week before Christmas. Uh, I you know I'd fin- most of my projects like finished up and everything, but I was you know Christmas is it's craft time. I wanted to work on stuff, but anyway, so all of it went out. It was the all of the outlets, the fixtures, everything in there. Um, an outlet in the hallway outside of our bathroom, one in the kitchen and an outside light so you know we didn't really use the outlets except for the, the one in the kitchen and we just moved the coffee pot um the craft room like it was an annoyance but it's not a necessity you well, it's know
0: more annoying whenever you're going there at that- like, at night when you're moving crafting freezing. and it's dark and it's yeah. freezing and <laughs> you need a headlamp.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, when you're making the sleds and you realize you forgot something right. and you have to go in there with the flashlight and it's freezing cold and dark and it's always the things that you don't know exactly where it is. So you have to be in there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but all in all, like, it couldn't have been, I think we, I maybe we even talked about this at some point, but it couldn't have been, like, a a better shitty situation. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, talking about the polishing a turd—that's for sure. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, we—it's we, the best. Yeah, out we of the put. Worst. A, <laughs> um, there was a draft coming in from the cold, so we just put a towel at the crack on the door and at the bottom, and um, and that was really the biggest inconvenience. So really, like nothing, like nothing serious. It could have been horrible, but it wasn't. Uh, so we we called electricians and stuff. Like Sam tested and first. We he thought it was the breaker, right? Yeah, it, it kept... that was
0: the first thing because the breaker was flipping. I'm not really sure like how old any of the stuff is in this house. I, I assume like first things first, it's probably the breaker on the Fritz, so replace that. Um, wasn't that, <laughs> which is like where your your little like DUI brain starts spiraling out of control because it ve- it gets very quickly out of your out of your hands. You know? Did you
1: just say DUI brain? Did you mean ADD brain?
0: No, I was thinking like do-it-yourself, DIY. DIY. Not DUI. Did I say DUI?
1: You did say DUI. Weird,
0: okay. (laughs) DIY. Because
1: for a second I thought you were literally talking to to me. I was like, I was like, well, you've never referred to me that way before, but I mean, all right.
0: (laughs) No, you being like... you're using the general general yeah sorry (laughs) no
1: no, no, it's all right um Um, so diy
0: yeah like normally minor electrical stuff is pretty easy uh, if you're confident with it and you understand like breakers and basic electronics then that's that's easy enough but
1: so for me not at all i'm terrified of electricity i don't understand any of it
0: yeah i mean it's terrifying (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's just like the circuit breaker and the the switches and light fixtures. That's that's pretty bait I mean, that, that's okay. Like I'm not holding against you or anything. Like don't get me wrong. But
1: well, you can I mean, learn like it I've, really simply. Like, like it, I feel like I could do it now that I've watched you do. Well, not that because I didn't watch you do that. But I feel like I could change the light fixture now. Yeah, I've just kind of like attach colors to colors. Yeah, and like that. Make I can sure do everything. But I don't know. Covered. <laughs> it's just still. It's it's electricity is very scary.
0: Yeah, that's, um, that's half of the reason I like working on it. It's like a little bit of element of danger. Same as you like though, driving no, in the freaking just, like, like bad weather.
1: <sighs> okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so after you <laughs> – whatever. Double <Don't> maker your <laughs> attitude. Mm. <laughs> so you tried to switch the breaker, <laughs> and then yeah. you checked all of the outlets, right?
0: Um, Most of them. Most of the ones that mattered. Like I did – I didn't think about the switches, but I checked the outside light. Normally, if it's any kind of corrosion on the wire that's causing a short, then – it would be something like that. Something that's open to the elements and also the one in the hallway because possible rodent damage or whatever, not everything pretty much checked out. um, Which all the only thing I could really do is like unscrew stuff and look at it and make sure nothing, no wires were touching anything else. And usually I guess like 80% of the time or whatever, just taking that number out of my butt. But it's usually like a rodent damage or something like that, some choosing on a wire and or some sort of kink in the wire just kind of ends up causing a short somewhere uh and you have no idea where that that short is compared from you know the breaker box itself to all of your outlets or at least the first outlet, and who knows how many or where it is in between there so like i I don't have the means to probe like that. <laughs> all i could do is like unscrew stuff and look into it so like you know i'm not not high and mighty or anything when it comes to electrical stuff um, but
1: you're still a level above me so <laughs> There you, go. you might be level two i think i'm level one or maybe you're three and i'm two who knows
0: but they, yeah that's all i did in the long run um and had a little bit of trouble getting a hold of some people to come out here but eventually they did that's all that really mattered, like you said, we're we're in in a lucky spot, um, and they found out that for one, which I think might have been the ultimate problem, is the, whoever put the addition on the house, the house we're in at the moment, um, didn't wire the breaker box correctly, the, um what the switch the breaker switch is for 20 amps and it was supposed to be for 15 so it would have flipped earlier uh for one and for two we since it was on 20 amp we had two space heaters hooked up to it because it's cold and one of them is always going in the uh the craft room um got the wire going from the fuse box to that room way too hot and one of the creases in it, it like it caught fire like in the in the long run um so we are, we really could have burnt our house down. I yeah. was thinking though too, what's funny is like, I, I was thinking couldn't. like it was almost perfect. Cause we, we were both out of the house the night that I plugged the two heat, space heaters in. And like, I, I remember you were in a volume. I went to work at four or, you know, like I had to be there at three thirty or whatever. But, um, <laughs> I remember plugging that stuff in and everything in the day, you know, that morning. And whenever I got back that night, um, that room wasn't working. So if the house caught on fire, we wouldn't have been home. <laughs>
1: Woo! Well, we wouldn't have been.
0: I guess the cats would have been. The that, cats—that's the been. worst part. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Although I don't know. I mean that. Scoops does go out at night at some point. Like Bowie, definitely would have been inside, but who knows too. Like I can totally see her like jumping through fire, like just not caring, just being like <laughs> majestically. Being, like, either that, or just like st- Like if the firefighters saved any part of the house, she would just be like chilling in a like a corner, like fucking looking at them, being like, D- "I've been waiting for you, just here." <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. Either one of those. Very sassy,
0: full of sass. Full of sass. Yeah, I think about the cats. Um.
1: But I don't know. I mean, they get like animals get out. I mean, maybe not. Maybe they wouldn't have her or whatever. But still, you know. I mean, again, don't come at me, bro. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) But I would rather save us than animals, you know. Even if they are pets that I love and all of that. Like, I do think that human life is more important than our pets although who knows like i, I i've never been in a situation like where i ever had to like run in a building after my pet or something maybe i would if i was there but if we weren't there i mean there's that too whatever anyway
0: yeah i mean mom, long mom. story short we almost got away with the perfect insurance scheme <laughs> unintendedly <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, the guy, the the electrician and stuff who checked that wire, he said there was charring around the, uh, like, that flashpoint um, mm-hmm. where the, yeah, like, in, like in, in the, the insulation. insulation so, yeah. like, it almost, we almost had our house catch on fire, which yeah. uh, is nutty. Yeah,
1: You so, don't learn
0: that every day.
1: <laughs> so yeah, always have that miscellaneous savings or that emergency uh, or yeah. whatever, like, things like that. That's, yeah, so...
0: You never know How's what you're going to do. <laughs> um,
1: So with that, we're, we're kind of waiting to see. They're going to give us a quote. They're they're wanting to rewire the whole room, which I understand because they're like, yeah, I mean, it, it, it could have burned out at some other point, you know, and because they're a business and they need to, you know, cover their butt and everything and, right. and all of that. Um, but they're going to come up with a quote for rewiring it. We might do that. We might try um, switching the breaker to the right ampage. And not running um two space heaters at once.
0: Yeah, it's like do a splice, like repair repair the line that's in the uh the attic where is yeah. which is where it caught and everything. Yeah, just like um, but
1: you know, like you said, splice that, that new part in. So we'll see about that. We I mean if it's if it's a reasonable amount to rewire it, we'll go with that to be safer, but I don't know. We don't have any experience rewiring, so it could be all sorts of crazy amounts of money that we don't have. So we'll see we'll see how everything works out with it.
0: Yeah, it's, uh we're going in blind, so we'll see what we'll see what happens.
1: But yay, uh, yay and boo, our house didn't catch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Considering we want to just build a new one. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like it would have been perfect. It would have been great. It yeah. been totally unattended. But there you go, people. <laughs> you know
1: that like we're not we're not trying to do insurance fraud
0: definitely we're not we're just saying if it <laughs> if it had happened
1: that would have not been an incredibly horrible situation right <laughs> <laughs> like when you have a really crappy car and you're just like somebody steal it yeah really <laughs> it i'm not perfect. locking my doors i'm not inviting you to steal it i just don't want to lock my doors <laughs> wink
0: oh <laughs> uh, let's see man there's there's a lot of stuff to cover on this episode huh uh Moving into more funner things. Funner not being a real word. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess more chronologically speaking, you've gotten into embroidery recently. That's um, true. How's that going for you?
1: It's going great. Um, I really like it. The floss and everything is fun. I like the colors.
0: What's floss? What is this?
1: Floss is like the thread, but it's called floss because it's like six ply and I guess it's different than thread in many ways or something. So they don't call it thread. They call it floss.
0: And you're working with skeins as well? Yes. But they're tiny?
1: Yeah, in comparison to yarn. (laughs) But they're still long because like, you know, it's six ply. So one ply is, is, you know, six strands is pretty much what they're saying. And each strand is super thin. So you get a lot of length out of like something small and they're cheap you know normally you can get them for like three for a dollar stuff like that you know like embroidery flosses um Easy to acquire cheaply, I guess. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's a, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there's like, like the I'm place. not, I don't, I don't really know too much about it yet. But I'm sure that there are super expensive ones too. Cause, like, anything in the craft world, like, you can always go to like that extra fucking level, you know, like, pinky out, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm embroidering with a 14 karat gold one ply strand mm, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe not. Um, it's great i'm on my third project um and i don't know i think um now i'm saying i'm a whole lot on a side note but (laughs) i don't want to like sound cocky about this or whatever but i'm starting to think that it might just be something that i'm naturally good at because like when the I don't get a lot of, like, commentary on my social media and stuff, you know, um, post and picture. I mean, most of what I do is, like, through Instagram. When I've been posting about these and I've been getting a lot of feedback, a lot of comments and, like, consistently on all of the ones I've been doing, you know, a lot of people just, like, you know, saying saying it's awesome or whatever, um... So I think it might be something that, like, maybe I'm naturally good at, but I also have not like, when I look at it, I just see all the mistakes. So I want, and I never really, like, I don't really know anything about embroidery, so I don't know if I'm actually being good at it or not, or if I'm just, like, taking, like, like, if I saw someone post that, I would be like, that looks fucking amazing, too, you know, because it does Mm -hmm. look, like, it looks great, you know, for someone just doing and, like like, I would probably comment on it too. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if...
0: It looks a little more, like, I don't know. It's easier to appreciate it when it comes to, like, photographing it versus, like, looking at it. Because, like, you know, you take a picture of it, usually you're, like, really close on it. You can kind of see the detail and everything. Like, it's easier to appreciate the effort that went into it if you're looking at a picture because you're highlighting that in a way. Normally, somebody, like... And You come out to him like, "Hey, check this out. It looks really cool, right?" It does, but you know, you've got that distance between eyesight and everything. Like it, you're you're seeing more. The picture's getting a little muddier. If it's all about like the detail and like the building of the the thread and everything, well, then it, it's harder. To, you know, unless you know what to look for, it's easier to miss out on.
1: Well, I've noticed, like, like as I've worked on this at Blue Mountain, um during, like, open hours and stuff. And I, I've, like, knit there, too. So people do always kind of, like, ask me what I'm working on and want to, like, stop in and, and ask, which sometimes, like, if in, if I'm in the middle of counting a pattern, then it's kind of annoying because I'm, like, I'm, like, trying to make a <laughs> pattern here, and you're just, like, you're fucking me up. But, you know, other times I'm, like, oh, it's nice that they're interested and they probably, you know, like, I don't see people out knitting a lot. But, like, if I'm on a break or whatever, I got stuff to do. I got I got things to take care of. <laughs> um, but with the embroidery, then I've had more people want to have, like, actual conversations about it, which has been an, an interesting, you know? Yeah. Um, And I've had a lot of people, like, still stopping and, and looking at it. But, again, like, that could be the same thing. Like, you don't see people doing embroidery out a whole lot, like, in Weaverville, you know? I've yeah. never seen anyone else yeah, do embroidery at one. Blue Mountain <laughs> Pizza. You know yeah. what I mean? Like... So it's it could all it could just be like where I'm at and what I'm what I'm doing and stuff like that. I don't Plus, know. Yeah, we have like sassy jacks.
0: Know. Like they maybe they're having some sort of underground embroidery movement or whatever. Like having the uh the thread chop and everything around. Who knows?
1: I don't know. What
0: were you saying? Sorry, I cut you off.
1: Oh, I don't know. But well most of the people like stop and ask me about it, then they wanna talk about how like, their, their grandma used to do it. Like, that's yeah, where almost right. everyone goes to. Um, and it's interesting, like, the level, like, the age range, I should say, not level, but, like, age range of people that, that are telling you it. But it's it seems to, like, customer-wise, it, it is consistently them talking about how their grandparents used to do it. But it's been people that have been young, middle aged, old, like so it's it's all just like everybody. everybody's <laughs> grandparents used to do it. So like is it just something that like you start doing like when you become a grandparent? But and I like this one guy, I mean, he was probably like um it's probably like mid forties. He was just like my grandma used to always do it. And like we have these like special things that she made for us and she's he was like I'm just really happy that like I'm seeing someone out continuing the craft, you know, and and all of this. And I was like, well, this, I was like, this is, I was like, this is just my third project. I was like, so, I was like, don't, I was like, I don't think. And, but he was, he was like, are you serious? He was like, that's, he was like, that is just as good as anything that she, that she did, you know? Which I was like, are you, like, you're saying I'm as good as your grandma?
0: That would be like a pretty high compliment. Yeah.
1: Right. So, I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe it, or maybe, I don't know, maybe just, no one embroiders around here, but either way, like that bodes well for me. Oh right? yeah,
0: totally. It'll fall into your niche. Yeah, like it. maybe <laughs> I found
1: something again, something that takes like forever, so many hours. <laughs> yeah, no. It's... But still, I'm supposed to sell the stuff I like doing, so it'll give me a reason to do what I like doing. So I'm not supposed to be charging full price for stuff like this. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but we'll see.
0: yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm excited about I, it. Very excited. That's good. Yeah, the, I can't wait to like see all the different flosses and and it's just exciting and like different ways you can play around <laughs> with color and all the different things I haven't even learned how to do yet because it's such like a huge world and yeah. there are a lot of people that are kind of into it right now. So a lot of things are changing, you know. So yeah, that's it's
0: exciting. pretty cool. We yeah. on like the forefront of a art wave. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess that's really, I mean, embroidery for now. I'm sure we'll talk about a lot in the future. <laughs> um, bleh, I guess probably the last thing we'll talk, like, touch on before doing a little teaser, which we teased about at the beginning of the show. Tease for the tease. <laughs> mm. um, How teasy. Yes, very very teasy. <laughs> uh I am one year older now. Things happened. Time passed. I don't I don't know. Like uh <laughs> here I am <laughs> Uh But yeah, uh recently is my birthday. I just wanted to give a shout out to a couple of highlights for it. Um all thanks to my wonderful wife but um you got me a pretty baller shaving kit um did you get it from amazon is that i did another amazon thing yeah totally worth it and feels higher quality than just like amazon stuff um gentleman john's shaving kit I i don't even know how you came across it or anything about well, it. Well,
1: I was specifically looking, I had read up on, um, like, Sam's beard is thick and particularly curly, so he mm-hmm. is prone to ingrown hairs a lot. I hope you're okay with me sharing this, because I am. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I
0: remember this conversation. Um, yes, yeah, so we we were drinking that we night drinking that on night. the on the gift giving yeah. evening. So As I we had, should. <laughs> as you should. Yeah.
1: It's your it was, birthday. Ugh. I'm um, just going to
0: beat this the space heater up all night long
1: <laughs> so yeah I, I did a lot of research into how you could prevent those and um i found that like an old like the older school just more basic shaving is better to prevent that um and the more i researched into it i thought that it was just something sam would really be into because he's very tactile and likes like the feel and like um the ceremony type of stuff you know like it's it's cool I think I mean that's <laughs> how I think of you is like you know being into like cool things like that so um I guess I'll let you like describe like the actual kit and everything it comes with
0: yeah it's a uh, super super nice uh reminds me of my grandfather which is kind of cool too uh who sported a handlebar mustache with like the wax curled tips uh <laughs> um <laughs> uh, but anyway it's uh yeah, had this nice little bowl with the like the soap the lather soap or whatever to put it on a nice like brush with it, a stand for said brush and uh the razor the razor is the very like old school i don't even know what type of razor that's called but pretty much the first i guess mass-produced uh men's face razor razor thing you see a lot of suicide kids like cutting their wrists with it in cheesy movies. <laughs> uh, if that helps anyone out there, um, <laughs> uh, anyway, it's amazing. I mean, that's the, it comes to alum block as well. I uh, I have never heard of alum or I guess the ingredient list is petroleum alum, whatever that is. Um, it's this weird crystal stone. You just rub on your face when you're done <laughs> as far as like, it's sort of like an aster Um, but yeah, totally, totally amazing. Like it really, it it really worked as far as, I guess this is the fourth time I'm around shaving my, uh, my mutton chops, my old red dead situation I've got going on here. And, uh, every time since I've been using it has been less and less, uh, ingrown hairs or honestly, it never gave me razor burn, which is pretty fantastic, but I mean for what you searched uh for it nailed it like entirely and it feels really cool like it, it's a uh, all kind of a uh, gun metal, heavy stainless steel uh fabrication and a little bit of wood and stuff thrown in there like it, it's for coming from just Amazon is a pretty quality product. <laughs>
1: yeah, like everything has like a nice weight. Like weight to it. Yeah,
0: it does. It, it's yeah, kind of old school, kind of heavy and like you said, tactile—it's the feel of it—is half of the quality. So, and honestly, it feels like—it seems like for me, at least, the more blades, the worse it gets. <laughs> I don't understand it. Uh, but I've got a weird face, and my my hair is all nutty. <laughs> so.
1: Well, I was like super excited, and I was really pumped, and I still am. But I was like like giddily like watching him in the bathroom like (laughs) Shay, for the first time like geeking out i was just so excited about it yeah i don't know like it's like we don't give each other gifts a whole lot it's normally only when you know we find something that they like the other person needs or or just really reminds us of of them or whatever um same thing even with like a like christmas like with my parents or like my sister you know Sam's family, like it's not like we just don't give gifts to like give gifts or whatever. It, it's all
0: I'm a little thought yeah. into it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we
1: don't need it, you know. None of us really needs anything else, so it needs to be something that is is really like worth it. And I was just like, like it was that one of those like when you give a gift and you know that you're like killing it, you know, like that's such mm-hmm. a good a good feeling. I was very excited. <laughs> I still am I still am and it's great,
0: yeah, I mean thanks again for that and
1: for me it doesn't it doesn't seem to hurt as much either, like when his beard starts growing out and we kiss her, you know, et cetera then <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't um it doesn't hurt me as much like it seems it seems to be that the hair is growing back in softer, or maybe it's just like the angle or. I don't I mean I don't I don't really know about that but it seems it seems to be better for me.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess all of that contributes to non-ingrown hair stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know the science behind the alum block or anything like that. Um but man, old school like I don't know how they ever got it away from it. It just doesn't make any sense yeah, to like, me. Why? Like the original works I mean, so good. I guess like, it they're does, always looking it does to make take... money and like innovate, but
1: Well, it takes more time. I feel like not too much, right? But I mean, it's but still, you can keep up with it, I
0: guess. You never
1: know with people, you know. It's like the thing I tell people about the the box cake mix. It's oh yeah, some, like yeah. add an
0: egg to it just because you feel like you cook something.
1: Yeah, like the it, when they first came up with the with box cake mix, then it was just to add water, but you know they did surveys of the. The housewives of the 1950s, and they said that they didn't feel comfortable taking it to a party and saying they baked it if they just added one ingredient. So they upped it to three, and they added the egg and the oil, and
0: baked. They were fine with it. Like, (laughs) well, I added
1: three things. You know, I had to have an egg and oil on hand. I didn't just like turn on my water. Like, I had to, you know, do a little bit extra, and boom, there you go. Yeah.
0: Because everybody who bakes has eggs and oil
1: on, of their, on hand. Of, of
0: course.
1: course. <laughs> so there you go. It's that it's you know, it's that same type of thing.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Some weird like psychology behind it.
1: Thing, yeah. That that they Well, nineteen
0: thirties, you got duped do there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I got a razor with six blades on it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, the other I guess we're still talking about like birthday stuff for me. The we did went to Chestnut, new restaurant. We I guess it's been around for a while, but we haven't tried it until just recently. Um Really good. Uh it turned out to be fantastic, honestly. Um let's see, I got um cornmeal catfish. catfish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fried <laughs> fried catfish. <laughs> uh a farm raised in north carolina i think they used like a a local farm and everything like that for it um had cheese grits and collard greens with some sort of maple molasses drizzle uh before that we had a charcuterie tray or a tray plate whatever it is a couple of mixed drinks um that catfish was amazing i don't know if it's like I mean, a lot of it had to come to preparation and cook time and everything, but also that farm. I'm kind of curious into, like, uh, looking into where that catfish came from because it's the most delicate, not fatty catfish I've had in, a, I mean, honestly, might be my whole life, um, if not a very, very long time. And what you, what did you have? What, what?
1: I had the um, in-house roasted, slowly roasted New York strip. That was cut with caramelized onions and peppers and like a gravy with a horseradish cream sauce.
0: Yeah, that was really good too. It was a
1: sandwich um, and it was delicious. (laughs) The the steak was so tender um, and I had a Brussels sprout slaw. Um, They had like some candied something on top.
0: I think it was pecans.
1: I think so. I would have preferred it without it. Like it's, their their stuff tended to be a little sweet.
0: Yeah, across the board, everything was a little like richer and sweeter side, mm-hmm. which is fine because there's a lot of things going to like what savory and salty and tart um, around yeah. town, so it's a nice.
1: It nice was interesting of pace. too. Like I wasn't overly fond of their cocktails. I I felt like they just needed to do one less. Yeah. Ingredient like what I had, I can't remember what it was called. Um. Something about blood.
0: Uh, I can't remember,
1: but it had um it had blood orange, but then it had peppermint schnapps in it, and it had I mean a whole lot of other citrus stuff, stuff, yeah, going on. Um, but it was just like the peppermint schnapps. It would have been great without it. Like it was just want like I don't know. And and that's just my personal opinion. Um, so we I had like one drink, and I switched to drinking beer. Um, same with your your drink it was good. It was yeah. just a li- it was just a little
0: as more than it needs to be kind of a thing.
1: Yeah like slightly just just a little bit overly complex. you know like right. if they had just just pulled back just a smidge, I think they really would have nailed it. Um, but again that is just us. Like you might go there and love yeah, and like all
0: in all, that's kind of um, a minor critique. Uh, yeah, and like the same like with the, um
1: with Sam's meal. Like I would have liked it without the glaze, the maple molasses yeah, or up whatever having, it like was. Glaze. Overall
0: sweet profile.
1: Yeah, yeah, because without that, I feel like it would have been been really good. Um, but the best, the best like New York Strip like slow racer that I've ever had. Like that sandwich was awesome. And yeah, It was really it was good. good. Even the next day, like suddenly ate half of it there. Like I had the other half and like it was it was a wet sandwich to begin with. Um and then it was in there <laughs> with sandwich, like collard. Greens. Name, huh? <laughs> it's
0: a wet sandwich, band name. <laughs> True.
1: Um It was in there with the the slaw, which was like a mayonnaise based slaw, then the cheese grits and the collards, so it got a little bit wetter as it went on too. Um
0: it's our water hit single water as it went on. <laughs> um
1: but it was still it was still delicious. I flipped it upside down. It was great. Um I actually just like wiped some of the the moisture off the bottom. And but the, the bread didn't like absorb it as much as I thought it would. And so it was I mean it was good for leftovers.
0: Like city bakey you know? Ugh, city sittery bakey bleh.
1: Yeah, Look, city bakery city, bun or city something. City
0: bakery ciabatta bread or something like that. Yeah, like it,
1: it. It definitely had probably like an egg egg white wash or something on that, yeah. so like a sealant type of that that prevented it. It was great, you know. Um, and and all of it was, even though I'm saying it was a little sweet, it wasn't like I mean I will definitely go there and eat again, you know.
0: Yeah, um, I mean it was a uh, it was nice, very uh, very pleased with the selection. <laughs> um, there's some other stuff we did on that day, but. We'll save it for next time because we've got a whole bunch of cinematic discussions to do.
1: Cinematic and game and farm. Yeah. Next um, week is going to be big.
0: And that's not the big tease, the way. Or the week after the next. Yeah. Why? Yeah, week after next. Oh, like movies and stuff. That's not the big tease. That would be Oh No. That would no, be no, lame. no. <laughs> Um, But before we get into that, I'm just going to make you keep hanging on, and hopefully you don't get frustrated and stop listening to us. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We we have a slight questionnaire, might be the right term for it, as far as our upcoming episodes. Um, We're going to get some more guests on. Uh, We had planned on putting more guests on in the long run, but um, had... Pretty decent success with this eggnog episode and our first guest. Thanks, Jess, again.
1: Yay, Jessica Poston. Woo-woo. Yay.
0: (laughs) Um, But uh, we're going to put it out there and see if anybody's interested in voting on who they want to hear from next.
1: And this is how we're going to vote. Ooh. Um, Sam is going to announce these people, and they have numbers and everything. Um, I will do a post on our Instagram account, um, the farm Instagram account. And you can go to that post and comment and pick. So you can just, like, comment with the number.
0: Yeah. And some of these, or most of these, we've actually asked. Yeah, no, we've talked to all of them. Yeah, they're all good. Except for surprise, not listed.
1: There are some <laughs> that we have talked to on that list, too. True. Yeah.
0: Um, so... What ninety five percent chance we'll get whoever we? Oh <laughs> we no get no no one hundred
1: percent because if it's a surprise 100%. then it's gonna go with one of the people that who said yes. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> Just want to make sure nobody's wasting yeah. Their time. Yeah yeah I
1: know. They're not no wasting of time and we're sticking it on Instagram to to see. Um, we want to try to try to figure out how we can get our listeners involved in being a part of this podcast. So. Um, we're going to try this on Instagram and then we'll probably try some of our other surveys like through our website and stuff like that. So um, see see which way works best. Again, we're still in the trial area of everything like we were saying with the farm, like yeah. trial period. Just Woo. have fun with it. So this one, like <laughs> I said, I will post it um, over the next couple of days and it will just be the same list with the numbers and comment who you want. Who do you want? So here's the list. Take it away, Sam
0: all right we got coming in at number one chad chad the cheesecake dad
1: chad chad the cheesecake dad
0: has <laughs> been brought up uh probably more than anybody else on this uh this podcast here fledgling as it is um but uh he works i don't know i'm not even gonna go into it you guys have heard his name you you know what's up with him if you True. know him and if you want to hear from him then let us know um he makes cheesecake that's baller, and he's a delivery guy. Or not really a delivery guy, but he delivers said cheesecake to us at Blue Mountain, which you can enjoy.
1: I'll give you a little smidge too. Here you go. <laughs> like this, um, Chad is an interesting one because I feel like we should say at least one like reason why they might vote for him. Right. Um, yeah. We have a relationship with Chad, and we both talk to. And I mean, I actually consider him like you know a friend. You know, but we literally, it's maybe like 10 minutes, maybe every week. You yeah. Know? And like, I'm not even there every week. So it's not, it's like we have never actually hung out with Chad. We don't really know anything about Chad except like the work persona. And we also both know how the work persona can be. Yeah. But he, he listens to our podcast. He's very interested in it.
0: We're into the same stuff, seems yeah. like.
1: <laughs> and he has his own theme song. So and that's cool.
0: That's true, yeah. <laughs> I guess we should right. trademark that. Uh, Chad, you owe us $5,000 for... Every seven... time you use your name. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That'd be
1: awesome.
0: <laughs> uh, let's see, coming to the number two, ooh, we got Aaron, a coworker and um, I guess...
1: General community, badass. Yeah, like yeah, community badass. General badass is a, good, is a good term, I think. Um,
0: ambassador.
1: <laughs> so she started girls rock Asheville. She knows sign language and is a sign language interpreter. Although I feel like she might need like a little bit more hours or something to I she have had like some... the official, but it might be like she yeah. did her other job. Who knows? But anyway, she knows sign language and she does interpretation, whether she is, I don't know. We can talk more about yeah, it. Yeah, we'll ask her. about it. Um, <laughs> and she is also a musician herself. She plays solos well in a band and a co-worker of ours. So, yeah, little snippet of Aaron.
0: What you're in for if you decide to vote. For Aaron. <laughs> uh, number three, we got John, another co-worker of ours. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all it. Most of it for coworkers. <laughs>
1: yeah, John. Um. John is an artist. Um. He. Yeah. You. You've heard us talk about John previously, and like art parties as well as um, game nights and things that we've had.
0: Mhm. He's uh, a fun guy to be around. <laughs> he is a fun guy to be around. <laughs> Makes amazing pizza.
1: Oh, we talked about him on uh, Ramp Times too like when yeah yeah rams. he's uh
0: he's very into uh natural like not herbalism but just like the plants and particularly like the um blue ridge mountain ecosystem yeah um so yeah, yeah. he's got a, a very broad wealth of knowledge when it comes to uh horticulture uh, so that's um, kind of cool
1: if you do follow our weekly blog and the videos and stuff. You have seen John and videos as well oh, yeah. as pictures and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so yeah, there, you know, yeah. So that's John.
0: That's John. Uh, that was whoa. number
1: three.
0: That was yeah. number three. Coming to number four, we have Scott from pastimes. Um, <laughs> I feel like your silence is telling me to continue. Know, you take this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a co-owner of uh, Pastimes Comics in Asheville. The um,
1: oldest comic shop in Asheville.
0: That's absolutely correct. <laughs> uh, fun guy to be around. Turns out he's uh, going to be co-host of a podcast coming up soon, which I just learned about the other day. Um, fun guy. Knows a ton about like pop culture and comics and things like that. Um
1: make some funny commercials we've talked he about he made some funny commercials i think yeah Our like first
0: <laughs> first or second episode we talked about it mm-hmm. <laughs> uh which the i guess the director of those uh commercials are who he's co-hosting a podcast with uh don't know they haven't figured out the name and everything but we'll keep you posted Um uh, might even have in the distant future both of them on uh but for now we'll uh We'll steal Scott out from under Miles's yeah.
1: <laughs> wings. And to, to also say, like, that you'll be voting on who we have next. Like, eventually, we would like to, like, all of these people will be yeah, around. But you're just it's not mutually voting exclusive. on what what's up next. And then on the last one, right? We're at the last one. Last
0: one, wild card. Surprise. surprise. There are, <laughs>
1: um Surprise, guest, um, something we're not listing right now. It's uh, there, there are other people we have talked to. About being on this podcast, there are some people who are just on our list that we need to see if they are interested in it. So if you are just interested in something that is not listed above, you know, then pick this one. Yeah, you got an option. And well, I don't know. It's not on the list. We can do that another time. So I guess let's do a rundown one more time.
0: Yeah, we got quickly. A, yeah, quick. Right? Number one, Chad. Number two, Aaron. Number three, Scott. Sorry, John. Fuck. I was going to edit that out.
1: (laughs) Just start over. Just start over. Oh, God. All
0: right. Number one, we have Chad. Number two, we have Aaron. Number three, we have John. Number four, we have Scott. And number five, we have a wild card. My voice is cracking a little bit.
1: So go to I'm growing up. Paint Fork Farm. <laughs> you are growing up. Go to Paint Fort Farm on Instagram. I will have a post up, like I said, over the next day or two. Um, these, All of this will be listed as well. So um, go there, vote, and that will be the next guest. It won't be the next episode, but hopefully the episode after that, if we can align it with the the schedule of the guest, of course. Of course. But yeah, that's the game plan, and we're thinking, we're thinking every other episode have a guest on.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, once a uh, every other or within the four like episodes, which would be every two months, we'd have a a guest. One or two months is kind of what we're shooting for.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so should be fun. I'm excited.
1: And on <laughs> a side note, too, like again, like if you are interested on being on the podcast, yeah, please it, let us know. Yeah, let sure. us know reach out. We're we're interested in anyone being on it, so we'll add you to the list.
0: Yeah, we're just having a having a conversation here. Yeah. It's fun.
1: <laughs> fun times.
0: Yeah, and I guess that leaves us now with the big teas. Oh. Oh, <laughs> they're the going to be so tees. angry.
1: <laughs> I I don't I don't think that they are going to be very excited about it at all, but I don't care. Um for us it's huge. It's just huge. It's huge. So Freaking huge. You, freaking huge. You probably haven't heard of it. Um, You probably don't care. But you know what? It is a literal game changer for us. So um, set your expectations around that.
0: Around, right around five. Five right, out of yeah. ten. Five, yeah,
1: right. that Just that nice middle bar. Be ready to be really excited about how excited we will be. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this. I've been thinking about doing something on maybe my Instagram story or maybe doing a video and posting it to Instagram or something. Um, So there might be something on social media.
0: Before the next episode drops?
1: Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) It might be something that we record and then we drop it like with this episode or I don't know. We'll see. You know, so just just keep your eyes open. If you see me crying about anything, then that's that's what it is. So, there you go. <laughs> good, cr- good crying. Good not, crying. Not bad yeah. crying. It's very excited, happy tears.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh, I guess I'll we'll give you a couple of clues. Big thing to do with the farm and should be a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: it should be. And I, of course, am nervous. But, I mean, I'm always nervous, so.
0: Not the worst thing to be around this news. (laughs) All
1: right. Um,
0: Yeah, so we didn't even catch up on everything we had meant to talk about just by skipping a week. It's been a crazy, crazy month. Um, But here we are. We'll keep you up to date on everything else that's coming on. And, uh, yeah, we'll love you later. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Bye.